I've actually changed. I'm, I'm no longer a drinker. I, I'm a non-drinker. And I think if you have that new mindset, once you've got that new mindset, it becomes second nature. You don't even think about drinking. Just like I, I, I said this a few times, you know, I don't think about, you know, jumping out a third floor windows. I mean, I just wouldn't do it. Just like I now wouldn't drink alcohol. I just look at it that way. I have no relationship with it, with it whatsoever. Welcome to Series 2 of the One Year No Beer Podcast. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, then hit that button so you don't miss another episode. Just before we get started with today's interview, I just want to quickly mention one thing that Jen and I do every day. We were so lucky to come across this brand listening to podcasts just like this. And we are so proud to be sponsored by Athletic Greens. Athletic Greens is literally one scoop of this all-round nutritional insurance, which is made up of no less than 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfoods, scientifically researched and blended together to support and improve energy recovery, immunity, and digestion. It's so easy. You just get down in the morning, plop open that glass, Pour in your athletic greens and pow, you are doing what you need in one scoop. If you want to join us, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B and join the health experts, athletes and health conscious go-getters around the world who are making a daily commitment to their health every day. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com forward slash O-Y-N-B. Now, don't forget the forward slash O-Y-N-B because this will entitle you to the special deal Athletic Greens have given out to our listeners. A year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs will take with you on the go. Once again, athleticgreens.com. Don't forget, O-Y-N-B. Now let's get started with the podcast. So Nigel, tell me why was this morning so amazing? Well, like every other morning since I since I stopped drinking alcohol back in December 2020, I'm I'm wide awake at five o'clock, five fifteen at the latest, and I'm I'm basically up and on it. I'm sort of out of the door, and I, I go for a walk every day now. And I've I've been walking um, nine kilometres before nine o'clock in the mornings for. Uh, 15 months uh, on, on the weekend, was, uh, so I've done over four and a half thousand kilometres uh, before breakfast. Wow. Um, good man. So that's part of the reason why I feel good. I just, uh, um, my, my whole uh, well-being has just massively improved uh, because I, I put it down to taking alcohol out of my diet. Absolutely. So let's let's talk about that. Tell us a little bit about your journey. Right. Well, I'm I'm 56 now, and um, I I've been drinking probably the best part of 35, 36 years, uh, up until the end of 2020, when I when I finally made the decision. Right, enough is enough. I just woke up one morning and thought I've got to do something about this, and and that was the day I hit um, join OYNB or One Year No Beer. Um, and it really was the day that changed my life. Um, uh, so 
up until that point, I probably had thousands of day ones defined as the day that I would like to try and quit alcohol for at least a week. You know, let's give it a go. Um, I never really got past, I didn't get past the week ever in 36 years. I think the longest wow. I did was six days. Yeah. And it really is, it's weird because when you're in it, you don't really think it's a problem. Um, yeah, exactly. It's not a big enough problem to you. really do something about it. And so, and everyone else is doing it. And so it's just so normalized. And so you just carry on. Yeah. And, and you know, the fun, it's not really a funny thing about it, but I say the funny thing about it was, you know, I got, whenever I did get to like three days, which was very rare, um, onto the fourth day, I started to feel so good that I thought, oh, I could reward myself with a drink, which was absolutely crazy because I really should have just kept going because, you know, the proof was in the pudding that, you know, three days made you feel good. You know, six is obviously going to make you feel better. And if I did a month, which I never, ever got to, um, didn't even get to a week, as I said, then uh, things would have changed uh, a lot earlier for me in terms of my my, my health. But, uh, yeah, so I just, I just sort of... Uh, Kept, I was on the hamster wheel of, of uh, daily drinking for, as I say, pretty much uh, 35 years. And then one morning in December 2020, I just said, that's it. Enough is enough. And I think um, the trigger for me was I was realizing deep down, and, I, and I'd known for years that alcohol was causing problems, but I always sort of uh, denied it in a way. I was in this huge denial about the whole thing. Um, now I've stepped out of it and realized what I was doing and, and that, you know, that, that led me to, you know, it led me to be trapped for so many years, but on that day in December, I just, um, thought, you know, I've got to, got to do something about this cause I'm not going to see 60 if I carry on drinking. Um, and I'd, I'd been down to Cardiff to pick my son up from university, uh, on the 7th of December. And we just had four or five hours in the car together coming back. Um, and he was just opening up about how, what a great time he'd had at university and this whole new life that was in front of him. And I just thought to myself, you know, my God, it's like, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of what he's, he's achieving. But the story, you know, my story is also not fully told yet. And I was thinking, you know, why, why is it that I, I should just carry on with this daily drinking? And I just thought, right, this is it. I'm going to do it. And he inspired me basically to say, right, I'm going to, I'm going to get a new life for myself. I'm going to get fit. And, and I knew that if I stopped drinking, it would definitely put me on the right trajectory to a better lifestyle and a better health, a better health, better health and better well-being. Totally. Absolutely. And, um, and, and well done for that. So tell me about the process of, of doing that, of going about uh, changing your relationship with alcohol. Yeah, so I think on, on day one, the first week for me was actually, I wouldn't call it easy, but it was easier than I thought it was going to be. Because this time I was using uh, a, a technique or, or, or a process which was not willpower based. So I, I really, really wanted to change. Um, and there was almost like a firm, there was a belief change that I, I, I needed to become a non-drinker. Um, I wasn't sure how far I would go. I mean, I really wanted to get to 28 days. That was my target and see how I felt. Um, and as soon as I was sort of, you know, approaching that, I got to like, you know, day 24, 25, I just knew that I had to go to the 90 day challenge. So I, I upgraded, which, you know, obviously you, you know, 
people listening to this know that you have 28 days, 90 days and the year challenges. And so I upgraded around about day 24 to the to the 90 day challenge. Um, still thinking that, oh, my God, that's still quite a long way off. Um, I might not be able to do it. But 95 percent of me wanted to do it and believed I could do it. But the door was still slightly open, slightly ajar to that sort of voice inside your head, which is like, oh, go on, have a drink. You know, you, you deserve it. You've made it to 30 days or whatever it was. And I, I likened this to almost like a battle that goes on in your own head. Uh, you're just having it with yourself and it's almost like there's two wolves inside you and one wolf is the is is the big bad wolf who's saying go on you deserve it have a drink and and the other one is you know the new the new you who's basically encouraging you to be healthier and looking at your your life from a a long-term perspective and and I, I realized very early on that the the wolf that wins is the one you feed and and for me um that was so important because I knew that the only way to stop this was to not feed that 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 voice, that craving voice. And so I spent a lot of time working on uh, how I would deal with cravings, um, how I would deal with this deep rooted habit that had sort of basically ingrained itself in my mind. Um, and there were there were lots of different philosophies I read or great sort of one liners or quotes and. But one that one that really stood out for me was by an American philosopher called Henry Thoreau. And 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 it was so simple, but yet so powerful. And and it was it was basically a, a step on the earth does not create a path, just like one thought in your mind does not create a new way of thinking. But many steps mm-hmm. on the earth create that path. And, and, and similarly, if you keep thinking the same thing over and over again and, and believing this is the new you, then that thought process and that new way of thinking will appear in your mind. And really, that's the basis of neuroscience. Uh, and But that was written in the 1850s. And, Amazing, and I, isn't it? And I, I love that. And, and it was and as I walked every morning through these woods, these paths, they were, you know, taking the metaphor further they were getting clearer and clearer and my mind was getting clearer and clearer and it was the further I went and and the more the deeper that groove became that new groove I was cutting became then the easier it became to say I've actually changed I'm, I'm no longer a drinker I, I'm a non-drinker and I think if you have that new mindset once you've got that new mindset um, it becomes second nature you don't even think about drinking just like I, I i said this a few times you know i don't think about you know jumping out of third floor windows i mean i just wouldn't do it um just like i now wouldn't drink alcohol i just look at it that way i i i have no relationship with it with it whatsoever that's amazing the full mindset shift and 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 well done to you um it's really really awesome and so um, going into this journey of changing your relationship with alcohol, you know, where did that lead you? What's 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 changed for you? Almost everything. Um, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's almost like I've got a second life. Um, uh, I'm I'm probably about four, four and a half stone lighter than I was uh, 18, wow. 21 months ago. Um, and I'm not on a diet. I, I literally, and I, you yeah. know, I, I, I still probably think I've got a few more pounds to lose and stuff, but I'm not, I'm not dieting. I'm, li- I'm literally just more, I'm health, more health conscious because 
I think when when I drank, you know, it was it's really unhealthy. I mean, I, I was pumping probably seven, eight thousand calories a week into myself through through, through uh, fluid, uh, and plus all the greasy rubbish that goes after it, and the salty snacks and crisps on the side as you're drinking the stuff. So I, I probably totally. cut out maybe. 12, 15,000 calories a, uh, a week, which is probably like three days, four days food. Um, and I think, you know, the, the healthier I became, um, I started, you know, as you said, that, that mindset change became one of looking inward on my whole life, on my sleep, my diet, my relationships. Um, and it, it, I, the new Nigel didn't want to um, eat greasy bacon sandwiches and like have fish and chips or whatever it was or like a huge bag of peanuts with a couple of pints of lager you know I just I didn't want that anymore it, and it wasn't like I was giving it up I just didn't want it and and so that was a huge change the the actual the realization that you 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 actually have completely a, a new way of looking at life yeah. is happening to you yeah that's awesome. That's awesome. And then, so this, um, the walking in the morning, which obviously, um, was, it was a huge part of that, that transformation. I mean, you must've, um, properly decked out the paths near you, um, yeah. with, with the amount of walking you've done. Um, and I imagine seeing all sorts of things. Where, where do you live, Nigel? I live in Kent. So it's easy for me. And I live in the countryside. So it's easy for me to, you know, just walk just out, get out the door, onto paths. and I'm straight in, I'm straight in nature. I'm straight in, into a country walk or into the woods. Um, but I do, I do sort of jump in the car some days and, and obviously go off around, around the country. And so the walks have primarily been in Kent where I live, but they've also been in, in Wales, um, uh, Surrey, the Midlands, the North, the North. So it's all over really. And, and part of my plan, uh, for the next uh, 12 months is to, is to start walking more around the UK and doing more walks uh, around the UK and further afield. Amazing. Good. And, um, you know, it's such a, it's such a great exercise. It's dead easy. Anyone can do it. It's right outside your door. There's no excuses. And it's also the perspective and there's loads of like, you know, getting in amongst the greenery and nature and so many benefits, um, like that. It's like, you know, as we know, exercise, I think it was on a neuroscience podcast I was listening to recently. Um, and, um, she compared exercise to being like a bubble bath for the brain. Um, and that, you know, the truth is that, you know, we shower almost every day. Um, I say almost because, well, I don't shower every day. Sometimes, sometimes I like to stink. No, no. no. Um, and, uh, we shower almost every day. We bath almost every day. And yet we don't think about that for our mind. Um, and if you think about, if you don't exercise, what that does to your mind is, well, yeah, it makes it stink, right? It makes you mentally stink. Um, and so you need to get that bubble bath in as often as possible. Um, so, but this, this sort of, um, led you into more, right? You started, um, walking more and you realized this is something and you created something pretty special. Tell us about that. Yeah. So, so this all started with, uh, on, on day one of, uh, one year, no beer, I, 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 I did, I had more energy on, on day two. So I did a, I did a whole day of not drinking day two was like, Oh, I feel really great today. Cause there's no hangover. And so I, I set myself this this sort of goal of seeing if I could run one kilometer um, uh, uh, each day for the for the first month for the 28 day challenge. And on the first the first attempt was pretty abysmal. I think I walked 800 meters and, and sort of jogged 
the 200 meters of the first kilometer and did it in like 11 and a half minutes or something crazy. <laughs> I could probably walk it quicker now. Um, and, but by the end of the month, I could run the, the kilometer. It wasn't like a fa amazingly fast time, but it, it proved to myself that I could do it. But the, the problem is being in my mid fifties, I didn't want to injure myself. And I knew that being over 17 stone at the time, that was going to put massive uh, weight onto my knees. So I started walking and I got into these um, uh, uh, virtual challenges and I was I was basically uh, in a in a race effectively with my sister from Land's End to John O'Groats on a virtual app challenge. So every step you take during the day goes towards that walk from Land's End to John O'Groats. Um, and I worked out to win or to beat her. Um, I'd have to be doing 15,000 steps a day. Uh, and obviously having having a business, cool. I, I needed to do that early in the morning. Um, to so 15,000 steps for me works out roughly at nine kilometers. And so after like four days of doing this, 9 km by 9 am sort of just fell out. And um, I almost like I made it my campaign really to sort of like get myself fit um, initially. And then I've sort of rolled that out wider to invite other people to join if they want to take a challenge and go and walk nine kilometers each morning or they don't have to do that they can they can do 1k or they can do 5k or they can do 20 but it's it's basically all about challenging yourself um and that's really worked for me i mean it, it, it's it's got me closer to nature i mean i've i must have seen over 400 sunrises um in Amazing. the last 15 months um it's just fantastic being up at that time of day uh, you, you, you've got time to think about what you're doing during the day. You've got time to meditate. And that's really important to me. I, I meditate every day, uh, and I do it on the walks. Um, and that sort of fit, it brings me to my goals really. Did you know that we offer loads more support? Yes, I'm talking about time with coaches, Zooms, meeting other people, locking eye to eye, meeting awesome OIMBers who are on the same inspiring journey as you. All of those things are available in AFM. We created AFM as a close, small community that is really there to help people master changing the relationship with alcohol. So if you're looking for a little bit more support, you want to meet more OYMBers, or you just want to take your alcohol-free journey to the next level, then check out oneyearnobeer.com forward slash AFM. And if you put in the discount code PODCAST10, capital letters, PODCAST10, we'll get you 10% discount off joining AFM. Do you find, do you find a little tree and sit under it and, and meditate? No, I mean, I mean, this is this is a bit of a delusion about meditation. That obviously that's one way of doing it. But for, for me, I, I I meditate as I walk. Um, mm, absolutely. Uh, and it's it's really about you know calming your mind and finding the space between your thoughts. And yeah, it's you know if you're sitting in a lotus position in a quiet room with some running water or some candles burning, that sounds great. But you don't have to, you don't have to have that. You you can you can just be out in the park or in the woods. Um, and I find the, the, the best form of meditation or my go-to is forest bathing, um, which, which I define as literally just walking around a forest uh, or a wood um, at sort of early in the morning when the sun is coming through or the rain is falling down uh, and just listening to the birds and, or the sound of the trees or touching the trees. And, and it's really, really therapeutic. 
um, and and it really sets you up for the day. Um, I don't do it every day, but I'd probably do it like twice a week. Um, and the other every morning I will, f you know, focus on, on my mind for at least 15 minutes as I walk, uh, whether I'm doing audio style meditation where I'm just like listening to everything around me. And there are so many sounds out there uh, which you just are not aware of if, if you're just focusing on, I don't know, worrying about the past or fretting about the future. The, the key is to sort of zo zoom in and try to make yourself as present as possible uh and and nature is a great way of doing that it, it focuses the mind um so so yeah the walks are great because they 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 hit my my i have three goals one of them is to meditate 15 minutes a day um another one is is to not drink uh and and um basically that has just really really worked for me um it's been uh, so not drinking the other one, and the other one is uh, the third one is to go for a nine kilometer walk every day um so basically i'm walking i'm meditating and i'm not drinking and those are my three goals um and everything else just falls into place amazing what sort of impact has this had has it had much of an impact on your family or people around you have you have you noticed changes there yeah huge um I, I, in the, when I, in the book, I, there's, there's, there's a whole chapter on, uh, what the changes have been like for the people around me. And, um, yeah, I have definitely much, much better relationships with everyone around me. My, my children, my wife, my friends, my, my family, um, I'm just more present. Um, so I'm, I'm there for them. Um, I have, a, my mother is, is, is 90, uh, and, I think if I'd been drinking, I would have missed the last two years of her life. I mean, I've, I've literally spent some such quality time with her and listened to all the old stories from the past and written them down. I'm, I'm actually writing another book on on my on my family history. And, you know, that's been a massive, massive benefit of, of stopping drinking was the fact that mm. I've been I've been able to listen um and 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 be there with this other person who I just would have missed all this and and everyone else would have missed it as well because I'm going to write it down so it's there forever. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, massive changes um, in relationships and people around. I think you could link that because I think that's one of the top five um, regrets of the dying is about the time quality time they spent with family. Um, yes. And um, therefore, you could you could literally say that alcohol is prevent is, is creating regret when dying. <laughs> you could, you could, yeah. you could link it, link it back there when you're like, oh, you know, I wish I'd spent more time. Fighting. So very, very powerful. Now you, you alluded to, you, you sneakily dropped in there a little something, a, 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 a book. <laughs> Nigel, tell us what have you been up to? Yeah. So, so on the walks, um, I decided that I wanted to write all this down. Um, uh, I wanted to share with others this huge secret that I was revealing to myself um, because I, I didn't know the secret up until I met one year no beer. Um, I, I thought the secret was just a bit like sort of going cold turkey and, and doing like a willpower method of stopping drinking. You know, it was going to be hard. You know, stopping drinking was like, a nightmare really it was like taking you out of your comfort zone so so having got to 28 days and 90 days it was like god you know I, I i know how i now know how to do this um and it's all about you know understanding your values your beliefs your purpose 
And so I decided to write the, write the book. So as I walked along the country lanes, um, I, I thought, right, I'm going to write a book on how to get through the first year of going alcohol free. Um, and I've, I, I, it's split into six easy, easy to read sections. And it's all about, you know, day, you know, day one, preparing for day one. And then you go into the journey begins, which is like the first few weeks. Then you've got discovering the new you, which is the first um, uh, few months. Then you've got understanding the new you. Uh, and then, then you're going into the new you. And then finally, you've got your new life. Uh, and there's basically Amazing. steps to follow through each of those sections. And, and yeah, it's, it's, there's loads in there. There's 27 chapters and it's, it's about how to find your values, your beliefs, your purpose. There's mindfulness. There's, uh, there's a great test on, uh, to find out how much control alcohol has over you, uh, called the how saucy are you test. Um, yeah. and there's all, there's also a section in there called the alcoholometer, which um, you can actually work out how much neat or pure alcohol you drink every year. Um, it's like a table, which is easy to understand. And uh, to put it into perspective, I was drinking around about 100 pints of neat alcohol a year. And that, that is basically a bottle of wine a day. It equals wow. that. Um, and so it's, it's really scary what people drink and they don't realize how much they're drinking because even two, two full mouthfuls of neat alcohol will kill you or it'll, it'll make yeah. you blind. Um, I was drinking a hundred pints of the stuff. So even if you're having like a pint, two pints of beer a day, you're, you're approaching maybe 40 pints of neat alcohol a year. Uh, yeah. if you put that in front of someone, they'd never drink it. Um, they, yeah, exactly. Say, no it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> no, thanks. Um, I mean, this, this is one of the ways I sort of, you know, I, I convinced my mind that what, what I was doing was wrong. You know, when, when you really look at the facts and the figures and the, this whole ambivalence around alcohol, you know, it's fun. No, it's not. You know, oh, it's going to relax me. No, it doesn't. It makes you an anxious. Um, no, exactly. There's always an argument for everything. And I think there's so much indoctrination out there about yep. you know, how great this drug is and how, how it will just make your life brilliant. Um, that you just get caught up in it. And, and really the book is about weighing all that up, having more of a scout mindset, you know, looking at the facts and figures and making your own decision on whether you want to carry on drinking or not. And, and mm. for me, it just, there's, there's, there's no positives in alcohol anymore in my life. Amazing. That's absolutely amazing, Nigel. And, um, you know, what's great now is, is having gone through this process, having this mindset shift. And I think so many members feel the same way is it's like, right, I've got to give back. I've got to inspire other people because it is so shocking. It's so, it's so, you know, revealing that hang on a minute. This is, this is sitting right on everybody's doorstep. I'm sure you feel how I feel, right? Which is you sit down next to somebody who's in the, in the matrix of alcohol. And that you can feel frustration, you can feel, you know, care, like you just wish that you could just transport that person to know what you know, because you know, if they knew what you knew, they wouldn't drink or they wouldn't yeah. drink as much, they'd just get rid of it. And, and I, I know I, I get ahead of myself sometimes, it's like that evangelical piece, you've got to rein it back in. But interestingly, the Canadian government, and I don't think this has been all over the news yet, um, we we're just talking about this yesterday, I think it was on last week's podcast, that they were... Um, they've now halved the guidelines. Um, and so they're talking about one or two drinks is like potentially avoiding harm, but everything above that, one or two drinks a week, everything above that, you're going into serious harm. 
Yeah. Right. So like three drinks a week is serious harm. Um, yeah. You know, likelihood of stroke, likelihood of heart disease, likelihood of, of uh, brain disease, all of these things. Um, so I think the, the world is shifting its its thoughts and mindset around alcohol. It's a really exciting time. What What's the book called, Nigel? It's called Walking Back to Happiness, The Secret to Alcohol-Free Living and Wellbeing. And it's available Amazing. on Amazon. Um, it's You can get it in hardback, paperback and, and Kindle as well. Amazing. And I'm sure you've got, you know, I, I've read the book. It's It's fantastic. Um, and uh, well done to you on inspiring other people to to take this journey. Um, it's an amazing thing to be doing to get you know spending your time, your energy trying to inspire people to to change their relationship with alcohol. Just more power to you. Keep going. You know, keep inspiring people. And what you're doing with nine um, nine kilometers by nine a.m. Again, it's great. It's reaching an audience that of people who are like, hey, you know, I've removed this alcohol, but I really want to do something else. You know, exercise has always been critical, um, as we've said, to, to the One Year No Beer program and programs um, and making sure that people have that that um, bubble bath, ideally in the morning before before they're going. Um, so what's what's next for you? What's 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 the plan going forward? Well, I've I've just uh, completed uh, a diploma in positive psychology coaching. Um, Congratulations. So my, my plan is to. Um, use the book as, as, as content for my, my coaching. So I'm specializing in, in habit change and, and sober, sober coaching. So helping people who want to take a break from alcohol. Uh, and that'll be a mixture of one, one-to-one and, and group coaching um, and sessions. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to write another book. Um, so uh, in, in the alcohol-free space. Um, so... Really, I think what happens, what happened to me at least, um, in terms of uh, the huge changes of going alcohol-free was I, I really wanted to um, help others out and, and, and give back from what I'd learned. Um, and so so going down this route of, of, of helping others via the coaching and, and via writing books is, is central to my purpose and... and I love doing it. I mean, it, it, it's it's just great um, writing about this st- stuff. And, and if I can help someone on the road, uh, on, on the journey to alcohol-free living, then then that just makes me feel great. And so that, that that's what I, I plan to do um, over over the foreseeable, foreseeable future. And obviously, get fitter. I mean, I, I just love walking now. Um, I've, I've climbed up a couple of mountains in Wales. I've done... Penavan and Snowdon, which are the highest ones in South and North and, and Wales. Um, so I'm probably going to do Ben Nevis next and then maybe Mount Fuji, maybe Kilimanjaro. I mean, it, awesome. I, I like walking up mountains at the moment. I've got I've got a bit of a buzz for that. And um, God, I would never, ever think I would have done that two years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, what a life shift. Uh, so, so, yeah, just excited about life and, um, you know, being with my, my children, watching them, you know, as they they reach sort of early adulthood. And, uh, yeah. Amazing. Well done, Nigel. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Again, you can find Nigel on uh, nine kilometer by 9am on Facebook. Is that correct? Yeah. So basically, if you put at 9km by 9am into mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook or 9km by 9am into anything into into a Google or a browser will come up. So there's there's a website and we're on TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I think I'm on most of them. Um, so you're you can find you're out just everywhere. That. 
<laughs> good, good, good. <laughs> and the book, once again, well. <laughs> the book is available on Amazon and it is called Walking Back to Happiness. The Secret to Alcohol-Free Living and Wellbeing. Amazing. Good for you. Well done, Nigel. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and um, thank you for being an amazing guest. Oh, thank you, Rory. Thank you. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the One Year No Beer podcast, where our mission is to share and tell the stories of the everyday heroes who are taking the steps to make a meaningful impact by changing their relationship with alcohol. If you want to join our community and find out more about the variety of benefits that you can enjoy by becoming part of our 80,000 plus members within our alcohol-free movement, then click the link in the show notes below.